Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plugin. In today's episode, I am once again joined by Brandon Eshborn, who is a personal friend of mine. He's been featured on the show before to talk about ways to find the Xbox Series X, Series S, and PS5. And this time we're going to be breaking down and giving some thoughts about the recent changes that have been announced to PlayStation Plus. So recently, PlayStation Plus decided to expand its lineup of services that you have, your options. Uh, beforehand, we had our base PlayStation Plus, which was $60 a year. You got two free games a month. Of course, your online services, discounts in the PS store if you need them for games you want, etc. And then separately from that, they had PlayStation Now, which is, oh, hey, you get to stream a bunch of games from older generations, namely your, some of your PS4 titles and then your PS1 and 2 titles. Well. Sony is trying to basically do away with PS Now, but instead of just eliminating it, they're merging it into Plus and creating tiers of PlayStation Plus. So there are three tiers for this. The first one they call PlayStation Plus Essential, which is what we already have for PS Plus. Your two free games, your discounts, blah, 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 blah. Same price, nothing changes. So if you don't want to get the service, you don't have to. You just have a different tier name for you. Um, the middle tier is the extra tier. So for $100 a year US, obviously this will differ if you're in other countries, uh, you'll get PS4 and PS5 titles streamable. So part of your PS now capabilities, uh, we lose a little bit of that. There's a PS5 collection that has PS4 games that are like basically must play things that all come with PS Plus now. This will be add on to that. And then your premium, which is adding on your PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation Portable titles and upgrading from $100 a year to $120 a year. So there is just a bunch of extra stuff you can get. And basically, that's your full merger of PS Plus and PS Now. They say like anything that was coming like early on, day one, if you will, I guess. Um, if they did, I didn't see much. I mean, I saw a little bit about this. I mean, it's kind of slowly been inking into the internet space. Granted, it's basically like, okay, if you have, if you already have PS now, they'll merge that and automatically give you PS plus premium to go with it. I don't know what goes beyond there because I don't have PS now, so I'm not going to be worrying about that. But beyond that, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm sure they're going to find some way to make it. No, and I saw that it said June. Did they give a date in June or is it just June tentatively right now? I think it's at the end of the first half of 2022 from what I saw on PS blogs. Yeah. Uh, We aim to have most PlayStation Network territories live with our new PlayStation Plus game subscription service by the end of the first half of 2022. So the end of June. Okay. No specific date is given. So obviously the big thing everyone knows they're doing this to try to compete with Game Pass for the Xbox. So, like, because that doesn't really have the tiers. Like, it has like regular PC and Ultimate, but like, you can doing difference for that is EA Play. Like, is there something like that for PlayStation that they're using with this, or is this just kind of like here's all our titles moving into various categories, figure out which one you want type of thing? Um, it mentions in the premium thing that there are game trials, so. I, in my world, those are called demos. 
you know, that you get for free. So that doesn't make a lot of sense to me why they would lock that stuff, but not really totally sure behind that. Then what about like PS4 games can play on the fives anyway, right? Yes. The entire library, aside from literally like two games, is completely compatible with the PS5. So what about like the other older consoles like how are they breaking down those into the categories so it looks like if you want anything that isn't ps4 or 5 that you already have uh, assuming you have all, all your ps4 titles aside from the extra stuff it may be a little bit more obscure or whatever for ps4 everything that isn't in there appears to be in the premium package only because the plus they are the extra excuse me only says four and five titles which is kind of crappy if you ask me but so the one you have now is you can go to like a walmart right now and buy right right so i have what the first equivalently be the first tier the essential is literally what ps plus is already and there's no changes so ps so essential that's just ps plus will become ps plus essential it'll just change by name and that's it Okay, so the real changes don't start until the extra, is it? Yeah, I was going to say they, they're they adding in two higher price tiers to merge PS Now into it. What's the difference between Essential? This is going to take some gain used to. What's the difference don't worry, between... I have the list up for you, so I have my own facts straight. <laughs> What's the difference between Essential and Extra? All right, so this is reading straight off the blog again. Adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. In other words, it's part of the PS Now library that you can just download whenever you want. But when your PS Plus expires... All that PS Now stuff will also go. So if you're just hearing about this for the first time, like somehow you missed the memo and missed it, go blowing up on Twitter or whatever, or you're a parent looking for like an Easter present or birthday or something, would it make sense to even look at the extra one or would it just be make more sense to just compare the essential and then the premium? I would honestly say essential and premium. Extra just seems, well extra it doesn't seem to belong because most people that play ps now want it for games that they can't play on their current system so your older stuff your more obscure stuff and unfortunately extra doesn't seem to hold a lot of that stuff probably has some of it but not enough to to not warrant that extra 20 bucks a year so how much is the essential compared to the premium then essential is in the u.s one month subscription for 10 bucks Three month subscription for 25 bucks or one year for 60. Again, that's the current PS plus pricing right now. Obviously, go for the annual, it's the best deal you'll get. And then, according to this, PS premium is $18 for one month, $50 for three months, or $120 for the year. The essential is kind of similar to the Game Pass pricing, then. Not to like keep said, comparing it to Xbox, but considering that that's the whole point of this is to compete with that, it makes mm-hmm. sense too. I mean, that's what most of the competition stuff is. That's what all these mergers recently have been, too. It's been like a day or two since this came out. And have they said, like, there's going to be anything, like, as soon as it releases, it'll be available on one of those tiers? Or is it just kind of unknown at the time? Well, from what I'm gathering so far, if you just have PS Plus like I do, you'll get PS Plus Essential immediately whenever it officially launches here in the, in the States. 
If you have PS Plus and PS Now in its entirety, which there is, it's either you have it or you don't, you get PS Plus Premium when it arrives. Plus, you have to specifically choose to get. And I think because of that, basically nobody's going to be getting the Plus version. I'm thinking it's either going to be the base version for the people that don't have enough time to worry about that stuff, or... A premium for the people that just want to enjoy their console to its fullest. They already have PS Now. It really isn't going to matter. They're already paying for it anyway. So, like one of our buddies earlier just bought a PS5, for example. Like, if you just bought a console, didn't know anything about any of this stuff, you, you see this blog that this stuff's changing in a, a few weeks or months, whatever. Like, what would you recommend that person would buy? Well, uh, to add on that, I actually have a second friend of mine personally that also got a PS5 today. So we had multiple winners today. But I think my thoughts on this are pretty much truthful. Don't even consider the extra to me. Again, that's just me. Don't. My opinion is my opinion. But it to me, it comes down to, do you just want to worry about having just online for your PS4 and PS5 titles and you want to talk with your friends? Or do you want all that backwards compatibility and you just want to have a thing that you could sit down for 12 to 16 hours at a time and boop, 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 boop. The first version where it's just, you just want to worry about the online, go for the essential, or again, the current PS Plus now. If you want to have everything at your fingertips, go for the premium. So like when like Black Friday and stuff come around, your suggestion is just go for the essential one, just kind of get a feel for things or just kind of like this one is what you think is the best deal for the buck. I think it's more dependent on lifestyle to me. It's how much time do you think you're going to have and what do you want out of it? If you don't really worry about any of the backwards compatible stuff, which they kind of hid the PS3 stuff pretty heavily in here um, in the premium stuff, but PS1, PS2, stuff like that. There's also some streaming stuff. There's cloud streaming and stuff in some of these higher tiers that I forgot to mention now that I take a peek at this. And there's actually another random tier thing down below. I don't think that's going to apply for us in the US, but it might apply for other places. Yeah, I think it's more a matter of lifestyle. If you just want to just enjoy yourself, like if you play a lot like your PS4 and PS5 online titles, like your Warzones, your Minecraft. Uh, I know GTA has been in... A lot of stuff recently for better or for worse. Uh, that's a story for another day because GTA Plus came out and it's an absolute scam. Um, oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and we'll, if you want, we can discuss that too because that stuff made me pretty annoyed. That'll be its own episode. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, if you're just worrying about like your modern online stuff, I would say the essentials probably enough because you're not going to be worrying about, oh, I want to go play uh, Crash Bandicoot 2 without the Insane Trilogy. I mean, that's already out. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be in there, like your Spyro Reignited Trilogy obviously is a thing too. Um, but other stuff that's exclusive to those, there might have been some good PS2 titles. The original GTAs, like GTA 3 and Vice City. If you don't want to go through the heavily broken trilogy definitive edition, you have that option as well. Then let me kind of spin that a little bit. On average, most people usually have multiple of the whatever current gen console. Like, like for instance, we both have switches alongside these other things. Mm-hmm. So like from that perspective, like, do you think the premium and the extra would be worth it if you already have another console that you're paying for whatever their service equivalent is alongside it? You have so much stuff available at that point. I would honestly say you wouldn't be able to get to it all. So in my personal opinion, no. 
But if you are just one of those people that loves just playing games and just wants to try things out, you have everything at your fingertips. I mean, since you mentioned the Nintendo Switch, I mean, you've got NES and SNES just for the base of them, which is a pretty hefty library. I mean, it's something around like 150 to 200 games there around. Does that sound about right? I don't know the exact number. But you've got that, and based on the combined numbers in here for the premium, you're looking at somewhere around 750 games available for streaming and for just temporary usage as long as you have this service. I think it would just get overwhelming at a point if you were to try to get everything. But if you're looking for specific stuff, like, okay, since I'm picking on Rockstar a little bit, Let's say you want to play GTA San Andreas, for instance. That's going to be in the PS2 library more than likely. So somebody's going to take a look at the PS2 library and like, oh, hey, San Andreas, great. And they'll want to play that and play the snow out of that and other games that they loved as a kid. I know a lot of those other styles. I'm trying to think of anything else because there's a couple of games on PS2 I played a long time ago. I don't even remember their names um, that I would like to find and try again, but I don't know if it's in the library. And should also be noted that these prices and stuff may change once this fully rolls out and they kind of can test the waters a bit. But right now we're just going off what's been announced. Yeah. And to be completely honest, I don't see any huge changes in these numbers because they're comparable with what Xbox is already offering. And it's not like they literally doubled the prices or anything like that, or there's a bunch of really just, it's comparable stuff. It's some good, um, there's a decent amount of value in here for each tier, at least for the most part. But you get what you want, you get what you need, and you have a bunch of extra stuff at your fingertips that's comparable to the competition. Well, hopefully if you're listening to this episode, this insight kind of give you a little bit more of an idea of what you're potentially considering if you're looking into these options and considering which one's the best one for you. And uh, thanks for joining me to break this stuff down a little bit. No problem. Thank you for having me. A massive thank you once again to Brandon Eschborn for joining me for today's episode. And if you want to catch the episode where we talked about multiple tricks and techniques to find the Series X, the Series S, or the PS5, then you can catch that episode because that is also on this season as well. For the Plugin Podcast, I'm Kay McChesney. Goodbye, and as always, happy gaming.